At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Detroit City Cast with Dan Leach, presented by Bet Rivers. What's going on, fine citizens? Welcome into the terrific Tuesday edition of the Detroit City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. So much to get to. Uh, you know, you look at what's going on with the Detroit Tigers, and I've got something I've been monitoring that gives me some hope that things could turn around sooner than later, but it's been such a tough slog for this team. And uh, the great news is, hopefully you, you listen to the show or watch me on VEASAN last night, swept the board in, in the National Hockey League and the NBA uh, had that lead on the Celtics, the Grizzlies plus the points. Uh, I really wish Memphis could have won that game because I, I feel like they could still have maybe taken that series with John Morant being hurt. Uh, but that was a nice win for the Warriors in the end, but the Grizzlies covered easily. And then the NHL, that Florida parlay with the under and the Calgary Flames. And I don't know, man, Ken Calgary, Kenny Cal, baby. Uh, so we swept the board there. I did give you a, a small play on the Tigers. And boy, they're just, you know, such a slog offensively. Uh, but a good night otherwise. we got a lot to get to on the show today, and I'll get into that Tiger stuff in just a little bit. Let's take a trip to the Motown betting window, and it's brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers. And it's hockey playoff time. Bet Rivers has a special offer through the entire NHL playoffs. Throughout the playoffs, place three same-game parlays of $10 or more on each round and receive a $10 free bet at the conclusion of each round. Think of it as a betting hat trick. Who doesn't love that? Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Create your ideal combo with same-game parlays on the Bet Rivers app or at BetRivers.com. Must be 21. Playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-270-7117. So the Tigers finally get back on track in Game One of the doubleheader, and it was—it's so weird. 
and I had a lot of people ask me last night, so maybe some of you listening today weren't aware of this, but since the season got started a couple weeks later, there's going to be makeup games by different teams throughout the season. And that's why this is a five-game series where you've got the Tigers playing the A's from Monday through Thursday, but a doubleheader today on Tuesday. And the game the Tigers won, game one, they were the road team. And then there's going to be a makeup doubleheader during the All-Star break in Oakland with the Tigers and the A's. So that's why it's a five-game series. And, you know, we'll get game number three. Now the Tigers won one so far, and I mentioned yesterday, they've got to at least have... They've got to win this series somehow. I looked at it as a four-game series when we talked about it yesterday, but I guess, you, you know, you got to include the the road game for the Tigers. But, you know, they've got to get three out of the five games here. I mean, if they lose three of them, it's not the, you know, the worst thing ever. As, as we're going to get to this Tiger stuff a little bit later in the show, the, the thing I've been monitoring what gives me a little hope, you know, it's it's May. It's, it's early to mid-May. And there's a long way to go. And this was never the year the Tigers were going to jump up and be a World Series contender. But boy, their hitting has been awful. They sent Akil Badu down to the minors. You know, no one's hitting well right now. And the umpire, you know, the home plate umpire last night was uh, terrible. And I rarely will, you know, blame or give officials a hard time. But just some really questionable calls on things that were being called strikes that were balls for Oakland A's batters. And, you know, vice versa, it just, it was really frustrating. And I'm not going to usually, you know, blame an official for the Tigers uh, or another team, you know, even JT Barrett. I think JT Barrett was short. I didn't blame the referees in that Ohio State-Michigan game. But I look at this and I say the Tigers can't hit anyway. And boy, they're getting no help, you know, even when there's a strike that should be called a ball. Uh, and the other side, a ball that should be called a strike when the Tigers are pitching. So that was frustrating, but... You know, it, it all goes into the fact that it's still early. This team still has a chance to be what maybe we thought they could have been or what I thought they were going to be this year, which is a team that is a fringe wildcard contender. And then as Torgelson and Fajardo and other guys get older, uh, you know, you see more on uh, Matt Manning when he's healthy and Casey Mize, you know, and, and obviously what you see from Cabrera and guys like Akil Badu and, and Grossman, of course, Austin Meadows, that this team could be a much better hitting team as the year goes by, but it's been very frustrating. It seemed like there were 4,000 people at the game last night, probably less uh, at the game earlier today. But the Tigers will play the second half. It's a straight doubleheader, uh, you know, a 440 Eastern start. It'll be Adrian Martinez for Oakland. And I mentioned Alex Fajardo. He's 0-0 with a 3-6-0 ERA. And right now at Bat Rivers, Tigers minus 141, A's plus 120, run line Detroit minus 1.5 plus 148. A's plus one and a half minus one ninety five, Tigers seven and a half over or the game seven and a half over minus one thirteen, under minus one hundred six. So it's a stay away game for me. Tigers got the win in game number one. Uh, the way things are going, there's just not a lot of trust factor here, and I'm not leaning one forty one on the Detroit Tigers. So that's where we're at with game number two. We got a plethora of games in the NBA and NHL playoffs tonight. Let's start with Philly and Miami. We're doing well in that series. Gave me the last two winners of that with Philadelphia. And we are tied up here at two. And the Sixers in Miami. Three-point dog. Sixers plus three. Minus 114. The Heat minus three. Minus 107. Money line Miami minus 148. And the Sixers plus 123. And the total 209.5 over and under both minus 110. And here's where the splits are right now. 93% of the money is on Miami. Just 6% on the Philadelphia 76ers when it comes to the money line. You've got 72% on 
of the money on Miami when it comes to the spread and 27% of the money on the Sixers. And the total, you've got 76% on the under. Remember, unders have been really cashing uh, the majority of the time throughout the playoffs so far. We saw some overs middle of the first round and actually the start of this round, but it really unders have been huge. I'm getting you a lot of unders that have cashed uh, just 23% of the overall money on the over. Then as far as tickets go, 60% of the total tickets on the uh, Heat minus three and a half, or, or excuse me, 60% of the uh, total tickets on the uh, Heat money line and 39% of the total tickets on the Sixers money line. Then we've got, this is a much different split here. You've got 46% of the tickets on the Heat spread minus three and a half and 53% of the money on the Sixers spread plus three and a half. And as far as the total goes, 63% of the total tickets are on the over. It's a very, you know, the public a lot of times isn't right. So that's where I'm, I'm looking at uh, the over there, which to me is not the right play tonight. And just 37% of the total tickets on the under. This is how I'm attacking this game tonight. I think that the way that Philly has got, uh, we see this line, by the way, volleyball between three, three and a half. I think the way that Philadelphia has momentum going in this series and Embiid, you know, the, the the problem is, and we talked about this last night without John Moran, and obviously you can handle it for a game, and, and, and the Grizzlies almost won that game without John Moran because everyone stepped up. But it's when you have, you know, extended games, extended periods of times, uh, you know, without a star. And the Sixers, you know, you look at what Embiid has been able to do for them this year, and then the game you know, that was uh, the game on Sunday when James Harden went off and really, you know, gave a, a great opportunity for Philadelphia to get back in the series. And Beat also had 24-11. So, you know, he had missed some, a game and then he's able to come back, or missed a couple games, able to come back. And now he's listed as a game-time decision, but I, for, from all accounts, it looks like he's going to play. But if for some reason he didn't, I still trust Philadelphia with what James Harden was able to do and the way they played defense and it just really played balanced basketball to tie the series up. I think the value is taking the Sixers plus the three. I mentioned the different splits on the total there where you had a, more of the tickets on the over and more of the money line or more of the overall money on the under. I think that total is right where it should be. So I'm going to stay away from the total. But there's also value in Philadelphia plus the 123 on the, the money line if you want to throw that in parlays or you know, same game parlays, whatever. But to me, the play tonight is the Sixers plus the three. They still could lose this game, but it could be by a point or two. And uh, it, it looks by all accounts that James Hart, or excuse me, that Joel Embiid is going to play. Then the nightcap tonight, what a, what another great series we're seeing here. And I gave you uh, the Mavs in the last game as well. Now you got Dallas and Phoenix tied at two apiece. Series shifts back to the Phoenix. The Suns minus six right now at Bet Rivers minus 113. Dallas plus six minus 109. Suns minus 265 on the money line. And the Mavs plus 215 on the comeback. And the total 215 over minus 112, under minus 109. Let's take a look at the splits here at Bet Rivers, starting with the money line. Right now, 96% of the money is on the Phoenix money line and just 3% on the Mavs. When it comes to the spread, 84% of the total money is on the Suns minus the six. And just 15% is on the Mavs plus the six. And then as far as the total goes, 59% of the total money is on the under. And 40% of the total money 
is on the over. When it comes to the number of tickets, 78% of the total tickets on the Suns' money line, 21% of the total tickets on the Mavs' money line, 60% of the total tickets on the Suns' minus the six, 40% on the Mavs' plus the six. And then we have another split here, like we did in the the Sixers-Miami game, where you had way more of the total money on the under, but more of the the tickets on the over. How about this one? You've got 79% of the tickets on the over and just 20% on the under, and you had 59% of the money on the under, and 40% of the money on the over. To me, this is where you look at the under. There's just too much, it seems, public action on the over. And, and you look at this, you know, the, the total, 215. I, I mean, it seems like it's it seems like it's low, but, I, I mean, to me, it's a lean on the under. And I, there's just there's too many tickets on that over, and the disparity with the money... So I'm going to have a small play on the under in this game. But as far as the game goes, I'm riding the the dog again. I think Dallas is the play plus the six here. I mean, I think it's going to be a really good game. I don't think either team, you know, is going to get blown out at all this series the rest of the way. They're going to have tight games the way that Luka Doncic is playing, obviously with Booker back for the Suns. But I like the Mavs plus the six. It's It's a half unit play for me there on Dallas plus the six. And heck, if you want to be a little adventurous, you can parlay the Sixers and the Mavs money line together. Just if you were wondering what that would pay. It would be 100 to win $602 if you had the dueling upsets. And I'm not telling you to do that, but I just wanted to give you an idea of what it would pay. Uh, it would pay pretty handsomely over 6 to 1. And then we have the look headlines for the games coming up uh, on Wednesday. Bucks and Celtics gave you the Celtics last night. That series tied at 2 back to Boston. It's the Celtics minus 5.5, minus 110. Uh, both ways for the Bucks and Celtics spread. Money line, Boston minus 225. Bucks comeback is plus 180. And the total, 214.5, over and under, both minus 110. And the nightcap, Warriors and Grizzlies. Golden State trying to end this series. We'll monitor if John Morant is able to play. Right now, the Warriors, though, on the road, minus 2.5, minus 112 at Bet Rivers. Grizzlies, plus 2.5, minus 109. Uh, Golden State, minus 143 on the money line. Grizzlies, plus 120. And the total, 220, over, under, minus 110. Let's take a look at all the hockey action we got going on. Another four games in all, uh, and last night swept the board for you. Gave you the Florida Panthers and the under. That won nicely with a little overtime action. Had a little sweat there, and then also uh, gave you the Calgary Flames in a single play, and they took care of Dallas to even that series. So now we got four more games tonight, and we do have all the series tied at four or tied at two games, and you know a piece and going into Game Five after four games are all tied. So they're just really exciting stuff when it comes to the Stanley Cup playoffs. So far, the series is some great, exciting goal scoring nights. You know, very good goaltending and, and stopping some late, uh, you know, surges by the opposing teams, and just some wild, wacky stuff, including that that Penguins Rangers triple overtime thriller to start their series. What is in store tonight? Let's start with the Bruins and the Hurricanes. This game, uh, the series shifted back to Carolina after Boston played really well at home. And Carolina looking to take the 3-2 series lead. Minus 148 on the money line, plus 125 for Boston. The puck line, Carolina, minus 1.5, plus 170. And the Bruins, plus 1.5, minus 205. The total, 6 over, plus 102. And under, minus 120. Just taking a look at where the money is going in this game, 97%. Of the money uh, on the the puck line is on Carolina. 
So you're looking at a ton of people taking Carolina minus the one and a half plus 170. That really is where the value is. Uh, and then as far as the money line goes, uh, 98% of the money on Carolina and just about a percent and a half on Boston. And then the total 56% of the money on the under, 43% of the money on the over. This is a tricky game for me. It's a stay away game for me. The one thing I looked at was as there's not been a, you know, at times a ton of goals scored in this series. I looked at the under and a, and a you know, a parlay with the Hurricanes minus one and a half and the under, which actually would pay pretty nicely if you parlay those together. So it's not an official play for me, uh, but I look at that as, as something where I might do it, you know, throw, throw a little small play out there. It's four, you know, plus 460 if you take the Canes minus the one and a half and the under. I could see this being a 3-1 game. I could see it being a 2 nothing game. Uh, but I, you know, as far as an official selection, it's a stay away game for me tonight in Carolina. How about the Lightning and the Leafs? What a series. This has been back and forth. Teams scoring seven goals on each other. Uh, Toronto does it, then the Tampa Bay does it. And tonight they're tied at two in game number five. The Maple Leafs, small favorite, minus 129, plus 110 for the Lightning at Bent Rivers. Puck line Maple Leafs, minus one and a half, plus 175. The Lightning, plus one and a half, minus 215 in the total. Six and a half, over minus 121. Uh, a lot of juice on the over there, a lot of action and steam on it. And under six and a half is plus 102. Let's see where we're at with the money on this game. 74% of the money is on the Maple Leafs spread. Minus one, when I say spread for hockey, it's obviously the puck line. Minus one and a half plus 175. And we're just seeing 25% of the money on the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning plus the goal and a half. 86% of the money is on the Maple Leafs money line. Just 13% of the money on the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, money line. And then the total, we have 68% on the over. And that's probably because of all these goals we've seen scored in this series. And 31% of the money is on the under. And I looked at this game and I said, okay, I think Toronto's the better team. I think Toronto's going to win the series. They're back at home. I'm taking Toronto just a straight play. Minus the 129. The total, I feel like, is where it should be. This could be a five or six goal game in, in all, but I, I don't think it's going to be one of those crazy 10, 11, 12 goal games that we've seen previously in this series at times. I'm going to just take Toronto Maple Leafs minus 129. It is a unit play for me. I like the Maple Leafs to take the series lead back and go up 3-2. to two. And remember, before the, seri- the playoffs started, I had Tampa, or excuse me, Toronto and Calgary in an all- Canadian final. I'm not switching off of that now. So I like Toronto tonight against the Lightning to take that 3-2 lead. How about this? The St. Louis-Minnesota uh, series has been fantastic. Back and forth. Zigzag action. It's back to Minnesota. The series had a t- uh, two games apiece, of course. Wild minus 159 on the money line. Blues plus 135. And we've got the puck line for Minnesota minus 1.5 plus 155. Blues plus 1.5 minus 186. And the total 6.5 over minus 113. Under minus 106. Take a look at where the action is on this game. 81% of the spread money, the puck line money, is on Minnesota. 18% is on the Blues. You're going to see a lot of those disparities because you're getting such tremendous value laying a goal and a half. It's not like people are going to put a ton of money on it in a lot of situations. You're getting such value there. Why why are you going to lay so much more on plus a goal and a half if you like a team to win the game and maybe they win it by two or three? That's why you're seeing disparity there. Uh, also, 94% of the money line money on Minnesota, just 5.9% on the St. Louis Blues. 75% of the money is on the under, and 24% of the money is on the over. And this is a, I picked St. Louis to win this series before the playoffs started, but it's just a total toss-up right now. I'm going to stay away 
from this game. I mean, if the value to me is on the Blues plus the 135 tonight, but I'm going to stay away from this one. As I've told you many times, you don't just bet to bet. You can't bet every game, but I do. I think the Blues have a great chance of winning on the road tonight, and I pick the Blues to win the series. But it's a stay-away game for me tonight. And then how about the nightcap? And, and I this is not a stay-away game for me. It's the Kings and the Oilers, and Kings were playing such good hockey until Edmonton was able to really show why they're the better team in this series. And Edmonton looking for a 3-2 series lead tonight at home in Western Canada. They're minus 220 on the money line, plus 185 for the Kings on the comeback. Oilers puck line minus 1.5, plus 112. And the Kings plus 1.5, minus 134 total. 6.5 over minus 106 and the under minus 113. Here are the splits on that game. 82% of the puck line money on Edmonton, 70% on the Kings, 97% of the money line money on Edmonton is almost 3% on the Kings, and 54% of the money on the over, 45% of the money on the under. This one is simple for me. I think Edmonton is going to win this one going away. I will use a full unit play on the Oilers puck line, minus 1.5, plus 112, and run, I was say walk, run all the way to the Squatch Bank. So there's your action tonight. In the NHL, we do have some look headlines for you for Wednesday's games. Uh, Pittsburgh, of course, up 3 to 1, trying to end the Rangers' season. Rangers at home, minus 132. Penguins plus 114. Caps and Panthers tied at 2. That game in Florida, Florida minus 220. Caps plus 185 in the money line. And then uh, the Stars and the Flames back to Calgary. That series also tied at 2. Calgary minus 220 on the money line. And the Stars plus 185. I want to tell you about. Some of the great boosts today at Bet Rivers. Always great boosts every day. Check them out and you log into the app or the website. Into the National Hockey League, or uh, check that. We'll start with Major League Baseball. Ronald Acuna Jr. to record over a hit and a half plus versus the Red Sox and over seven and a half total runs in the game. That was four, plus 400. Now it's plus 450. Also, Bryce Harper to record an extra base hit and the Phillies to win versus the Mariners. That was plus 285, now plus 310. And the Why You Mad Bro, Madison Bumgarner, to record the win versus Miami. A new bet boosted to plus 185. So get involved with all that at Major League Baseball action at Bet Rivers. Then the NHL action for you. You got Maple Leafs to win versus the Lightning. And the over six and a half goals, including overtime. That was plus 215, now plus 230. And the Kings to win two or more periods versus the Oilers was plus 380, now plus 430. 30. And NBA boosted action for you tonight. Over three and a half players to score 30 or more points during all of Tuesday's NBA playoff action. That's a new bet boosted to 7-1. to one. It's not... Gee, I, I like the value there. I'm, I'm not going to pull the trigger on that, but you know, you got to get four players to get 30 or more. I mean, you look at guys like Harden and Embiid and Devin Booker. I mean, it could happen. And that's 7-1. to one, So not, not bad value there. Also, the Sixers to win both halves versus the Heat and over 209 and a half Total points that was seven to one. Now it's eight and a half to one, and then the Suns to be the first twenty to, to get to twenty points first, and then cover the five and a half versus the Mavericks. That was plus one forty, and now it is plus one fifty. Also, golf action. We'll have uh, golf picks on my Twitter at Dan Leach ninety seven one uh, before the tournament this weekend. The Byron Nelson, uh, Scotty Scheffler though to place top ten at both this week's Byron Nelson and the PGA Championship the following week. New bet boosted to four. 35 plus 435 and that is a trip to the Motown batting window brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers coming up in just a moment something I've been monitoring about the Detroit Tigers that does give me hope 
if they can turn this hitting slump around. We'll get to that coming right up on the terrific Tuesday edition of the Detroit CityCast, brought to you by Bet Rivers. Baseball is here, and Bet Rivers has a special offer for you every Saturday throughout the season. Place a three-leg same-game parlay of at least twenty-five bucks, and you will earn a ten-dollar free bet. With same-game parlays, you can combine player props and game bets to make your perfect combo. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Claim your offer on the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com. Must be 21, playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 270 7117. So it's no secret, and we discussed this the last week or so. The Tigers are just not a good baseball team right now. And it's not they don't have talent, it's not they don't have uh, the possibility to turn things around. We've seen this happen. So many different times in Major League Baseball, whether a team gets off to a, a really hot start. Heck, the Oakland A's did, and the Oakland A's have been struggling, obviously, until they won yesterday and broke their slump. But we've seen teams struggle early on, and then, you know, into June or July, you know, they start getting a little better. Even like the Tigers last year in the, the second half of the season played some really good baseball. There's a long way to go. But when you're 9-20 and 20 through 29 games, and you can't hit, and... You know, you're scuffling, you're sending guys like Akil Badu, who was a bright spot and a great story last year, ended up having a great start and then, you know, kind of struggled a little bit in the, in the middle and then was much better at the end of the season. But just batting, you know, below the Mendoza line, you know, you look at some other, uh, you know, hitters on this team that are, you know, really, really scuffling. Uh, you know, guys like Jonathan Scope, batting 139, Candelario, 194. Cabrera, under 250. Austin Meadows, 286. He's been a bright spot at times. Uh, you know, Torque, 160. Baez, 237. And he, he's driven in some runs and, and, you know, hit a couple big home runs, but they're just so few and far between. I mentioned Ben, who was batting 140 before he got sent down. I mean, Haas, 130. Uh, so it's been, a, it's been a struggle. But I've been monitoring something all season long. And I know many of you probably have as well. And this is what gives me a lot more hope than I would have if it was the opposite of what's going on. The Tigers simply have one of the best bullpens, at least so far this season. As bad as they've been offensively, they have one of the best bullpens in Major League Baseball, both by actuality and by numbers. And right now, I mean, there's been times where the Tigers' ERA has been the best in the American League and the best overall in baseball. Right now, the Yankees have surpassed them. And... Their ERA, bullpen ERA, is 2.31. The Tigers are right behind them. Overall, Major League Baseball best ERA for a bullpen at 2.61. Just five saves. The Tigers haven't won many games. The Yankees have 11. Allowed 75 hits, 32 earned runs, a 1.11 whip, six homers, 47 walks, 100 strikeouts. And if you look at metrics in baseball, if you can hold the team down in those middle innings, remember, until yesterday, Pineda, no Tiger starter, gone to seven innings. If you, as the weather gets warmer, and maybe some of these starters are not going to go that long because there's going to be a lot of runs given uh, given up early in a game, and you're going to have to rely more on the bullpen, and you're able to hold opposing offenses down, there is a great, great chance that you can turn it around if you can start hitting. It's obviously a big if, but when you look at what Fulmer and Jimenez and Chafin and Lang and Barnes and, and others have done. And, of course, Gregory Soto is the closer, which she's not really been used a lot to close out games because the Tigers have only won nine. But when you look at that and the metrics of a, of a top-level bullpen, 
with the numbers when it comes to ERA and what you're allowing hit-wise and what you're allowing with runners in scoring position or home runs and all that kind of blowing saves, that you know, all the different numbers that you want to look at, uh, you know, to see not just from the eye test with the baseball team, but baseball is such a long year, 162 games, you have to look at the numbers. And right now the numbers are showing the Tigers have one of the best bullpens in Major League Baseball. If they can start hitting, maybe it starts in a week or two, or maybe it starts in June, or maybe even July, and the Tigers aren't too far underwater. I mean, they're not like, you know, 15 and 30 or 15 and 40 or something like that. They're going to have a chance to start winning games, winning series, and turning things around. I mean, the way things look right now, it is going to be a long year in Detroit with this Detroit Tigers team. But if they can find a way to stop scuffling as the weather gets warmer and find a way to score some earlier runs and then be able to rely on that bullpen to keep opposing teams off the, you know, off the scoreboard, they could start to turn things around. The problem, though, is the Tigers have the worst record in the American League, the second worst record in Major League Baseball right now. Uh, actually, they have as many wins as the Royals, So, but still, they have a worse record because they have 20 losses. And, you know, when it comes to the wild card, the Tigers are nine games out of the wild card right now. And I know it's early, but that's pretty bad. I mean, normally you're not that far out until like June or July, uh, most situations. But the Tigers are in, in big trouble when it comes to that. That's their best chance, obviously, to have any kind of playoff action this year. When it comes to the division, they're already nine and a half behind the Minnesota Twins. Uh, you're, actually, it's nine now with the Tigers getting that ninth win. So, you know, it's luckily it's early. You'd much rather have a team struggle early on and improve as the season goes on. But as I've said, this was never the year the Tigers were going to be a World Series contender. I know some of you were saying, they're going to win 90 games. They're going to win 100 games. You're being silly. But when you look at the youth on this team and guys like Torkelson and guys like Casey Mize and Matt Manning, you know, obviously he's on the IL right now, but, you know, Robert Rodriguez is one of the aces of the staff. And, you know, you look at Javi Baez and getting Austin Meadows in the trade. There are pieces on this team that give you a lot of excitement for the future. And, you know, things coming down the pipe from the last couple of years in the draft, guys like Jackson Job and others. So the future is bright here in Detroit, but this could be a lot worse of a year than a lot of us, including myself, thought. I thought the Tigers would be definitely better than the 77 wins last year, be in the 80s, have a chance to be a second wild card, uh, you know, as they added the two or one of the two extra wild cards that they've added. But the way it's looking right now, it's a long, long, long fantasy ways away. But the bullpen being as good as it is with the numbers that I gave you, if the Tigers can start hitting in the next week, you know, two, three, four weeks into June and give their bullpen a chance to hold down opposing teams and win games as opposed to holding down opposing teams to not make the lead uh, or the deficit for the Tigers any bigger, things could slowly start to turn around. So I'm measured expectations, measured hope with that. Long, long way before we start saying, okay, things have really turned around, but at least the Tigers can rely on a very, very solid, top-heavy bullpen. And we imagine if the Tigers had this kind of bullpen, you know, when they went on the World Series runs and, and the, the, the 10 years, uh, basically the 10 years of contention with Jim Leland. Things might have been a lot different. They might have won multiple World Series because the Tigers' bullpen was always an issue. That was one of the you know, Achilles' heels, and a lot of years the main Achilles' heel of, the, of those Tigers teams. So at least they've got a good one forming here. It's a young team under a great manager in A.J. Hinch, uh, but the, the offense has been atrocious. So we'll see what happens going forward with that. All right, that's going to do it for us here today. Thanks so much for listening. Please continue to tell your friends, family, former roommates, doctors, lawyers, whoever, you know, neighbors, barbecue friends, to subscribe to the show. We appreciate it. I love running to people and, 
and running into people in public that have been listening to the show and enjoying it and loving the guests that I have on like Terry Foster and Dan Burkett and many others. Uh, we'll continue to bring you great shows, give you winning picks. And uh, as things are slowing down, we're going to have a lot more fun and some creative stuff over the summer. But of course, before you know it, they, uh, football will be back. And I cannot wait for that. We'll still golf over the summer and USFL action. Of course, we got playoffs for a while here in, Major League, or, uh, in the National Hockey League and in, in the NBA as well. So until next time, keep reaching for the stars, believe in the dream. Dan Leach, the Squatch, on this fine, terrific Tuesday, saying so long. I'm out.